Five o'clock straight up on a Wednesday afternoon on Sedano and Cap. This will be a day you remember forever. Yeah, January 24th, 2024. The day that Scott Kaplan's world ended. As Eating a, duty. <laughs> as a sports radio host with any credibility. Well, um, I am getting a lot of people on uh, Twitter who are telling me my career is now over. Yeah. Did you want a hand-cut California roll? Is that what you wanted? I wanted like a, uh, a, a California hand roll. Right, like a maki. I don't know. A maki you... roll is different than a hand roll. A hand roll is just the cone. Yeah, that's right. A maki is the, the cut pieces. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So you're going to have a hand roll you and then a... we're going to get road pie? Yeah. You could have I a hand had roll or a cut roll of California rolls. So no, no, I wanted like a hand roll. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, you want the hand roll as in you take the, the chopsticks and you eat the sushi no, out of the... No, I wanted to hold it like a burger. Yeah, where you just crunch it. it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I honestly have never seen anybody eat oh, yeah, the hand it's pretty rolls, good. to be honest. What? Yeah, right there. Right? No, I don't want a hand roll. I just yeah, want a little want salmon. Yeah. A little salmon yeah, sushi. Yeah. I would like uh, some spicy tuna if anyone's asking. Okay, DeAndre? Okay, thank you. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay, thank you. Okay. You all right? Yeah, he don't need sushi. Really? You don't need anything? Yeah, you don't need sushi? sushi? Like no, no, no. you don't need sushi like that? Oh, we got to have you have at least like a California roll. There's nothing I mean, in it other than vegetables. I like California rolls, but I don't, I'm not a really big fan of sushi. No? Okay, I, we get your California roll then? I'll take one. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Meanwhile, it is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, please. Thanks, Christopher. All right, guys. So with the election coming up, beloved comedian Jon Stewart is set to return as the host of Comedy Central's The Daily Show throughout the, the 2024 election. You can give me two. That's fine. Sorry about that, Lindsay. We're talking sushi. That's okay. <laughs> Which means we weren't listening. What That's were you okay. saying? Bunch um, of guys talking sushi. <laughs> <laughs> on Double X Sports Radio. <laughs> Go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry. Well, I was just saying that uh, John Stewart is coming back to host The Daily Show. I saw that. Only Mondays. Though. Yes. Throughout yeah. the 2024 election. Because, I mean, who better to like make a, a, a mockery out of the whole situation. Well, right? listen, first of all, The Daily Show was never more watched, more widely watched right. than when He's John amazing. Stewart was there. And now that it's only going to be a weekly thing, I think those Mondays are going to be must-see TV every week. Like, it's going to be one of those things. Like, you know, John Oliver, Bill Maher, they have very successful political talk shows on HBO, and it's weekly. And I think that drives people to say, hey, I want to see what they're going to say because they know Mars on Friday and Oliver's on Sunday. So I think it's smart by Stewart and Comedy Central, who still hasn't figured out who's going to replace Tre- Trevor Noah, to have him do just Mondays. Mm. Also, did you see uh, his announcement was quite funny? Who's I that? did not. Stewart? I didn't see the announcement. John Stewart, so John Stewart tweeted, Friends, after much, much reflection, I've decided to enter the transfer portal for my last year of eligibility. There you go. Excited for the future. And then he gave his stats. Oh, yeah? What are his stats? 5'7-ish, 165, 14.8 second 40, blessed NIL, baby. <laughs> LSGM. Blessed. Did he hashtag yeah. blessed? He did. When oh, does no. it start? Blessed. When does it start? Um, I believe it starts uh, February 12th. There you go. Dude, if I'm I were in. him, if I were Jon Stewart, I would so desperately, especially given that they're trying to replace this guy Trevor, Trevor Noah, Noah. Yeah. I would so badly want to be on TV this election cycle. Oh, of course. Because this is going to be the craziest election probably of our entire lives. Yeah. And what's happened here in the last, not that I'm like really up on politics, yeah. but I do turn on just a couple I mean, of minutes you were watching night. the New Hampshire primaries yesterday? A little bit. Like when I got back last night yeah. after the Lakers Clippers, yeah. I had to turn it on for a little yeah. bit. You were uh, you were locked in on Nashua? And I just love, you know, just tremendous people. Yeah. Tremendous people in New yeah. Hampshire. Love Concord. the people of New Hampshire. Yeah. Tremendous people. So, yeah. I'm working on I it. I like that impression. I'm working That was on pretty it. good. I'm yeah. very there. limited. I'm working. Well, just tremendous limited. people. That's all I can say right now. Tremendous people. We'll see if you're still working here on re- election time, but. Yeah. Probably won't be. I don't think I will be. <laughs> but 
But if you are, you could do that. Just no, no, bit. We'll see. We'll see right, how that goes. is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino <laughs> Resort. <laughs> Spa. Good times. Pepe should run for president. From wherever you are. Um, or at least vice president. So Big Sam was a horse. <laughs> Ricky, 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 That's Ricky. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Rick Buker. Who's old, that? Old Buke. Buke used to work at ESPN, works at Fox Sports, NBA mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Been NBA guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. Was a, was a uh, long time, uh, you know, insider. Okay. Um, still is in in on Fox Sports. He's. Do you want me to give you kind of like the LeBron Buker background before the say, cut or after? Noted LeBron before. hater. Wait, do you want me to give you the before? The before yeah, because I don't know it. So, he's just. Do you? I would just say yes, no. Do. You don't. Yes, I do. you don't know who Rick Buker is. <laughs> he worked here for a long time. He worked time. here for a long time. He, he was also in sports radio. ESPN. He was also in sports radio. Yeah, he worked in San Francisco. And me. we used to have Rick Buker on the old morning show as a guest. A I lot. like Rick personally. This is not a personal thing against Rick Buker. But I like him. I just always I hear dis- a butt coming. I always disagree with him. Okay, but I used to love bringing him on back in the day when he worked at ESPN and I worked somewhere else because mm-hmm. all we do we'd fight for fifteen minutes and it, it would be good radio. Um, so this is not at all a shot at 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 Buke. You know, but he, to Lindsay's point, like, let's just say he's been a quote unquote, let's call him a contrarian about LeBron for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out for him the way it did for Skip Bayless? Uh, no. Uh, I will give, like, I'll give you some background. All right. Like, when LeBron left Cleveland okay. and went to the Heat. Cleveland! This is for you! <sighs> this really wasn't a Cleveland conversation. Oh, I know, I'm just, God. you know, you It's my fault. It. It's yeah. my fault. Yeah. It, the whole Cleveland thing is my fault. You, it is your fault. I agree. Your, your guy, your if best my, friend being If there. my guy wasn't in Cleveland, I would have been as nauseated by all the Cleveland talk as everybody else, but instead I perpetuated it. It's my fault. Yes. I take their accountability. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, at that year, okay, LeBron had another amazing year, 2010. Like, he was great, but nobody was going to vote for him for MVP because he dissed Cleveland, he went to Miami, all that stuff, right? And I remember Rick Buecher, loud and proud on ESPN television back then. Derrick Rose is a better player than LeBron James, which is laughable. Okay, it was laughable, I thought, at the time, and I told him so. Laughable, clearly now, in retrospect, even though Derrick Rose is a hell of a player, laughable. And made more laughable that particular season when LeBron and the, his team literally eliminated Literally and physically eliminated the Chicago Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals when LeBron would just guard Derrick Rose the last six minutes of the game and, like, Derrick Rose couldn't do anything. So he has had a history, let's just say, with LeBron, okay? And it doesn't mean he hasn't credited LeBron at times, but for the most part, he's been a bit of a contrarian about LeBron. So Sounds more like a hater than a contrarian. I'll just call him a contrarian. Okay. So he's just trying to be polite. He was on a podcast. What was the podcast? The pod- Sports Not Show. No way! Come on, yeah. come on! No really? sports way! Not. He was sports on the not? sports not show. Sports not. Yes. N O T. No. N A U T. Not Ken K N O T. They're clients of the of cited sports N A U T. That's what it was, Cappy. They're not. They're not clients anymore. We've had some differences. Oh wow! You and the not no longer tying the knot. We've had a we've had a little difference of philosophy. You and S S I all in like the same time frame. You're really. Wow, so no longer clients the sports not of sided. Well, the Sports Illustrated thing, you know, we just burned that one down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just burned it down. Yeah. Don't right. start. So anyway, he was on the Sports Not podcast. Um, despite Cappy's disagreements with them, he was on their podcast and had this to say about LeBron. LeBron James's offensive numbers look great. That's not making everybody else better. That's getting him his buckets. And defensively, he's a nightmare. I point that out because 
whether it's he or anybody else who says, yeah, LeBron's as good as he ever was. I'm like, you got to be out of your out of your mind. Um, I don't have the numbers for him creating open shots for everyone this year. OK, you don't? I, I don't I don't have them. I will. Jeez. As a matter of fact, I'll email Sig. How about Goodness. that? Goodness. I email I mean, do Good call. Homework, you want bro. me to do it? Or do you got homework. It? I mean, uh, I feel like they might respond to you quicker since you yeah. guys are tight. I mean, uh, use the Slack channel. Uh, uh, that is quicker, but but if you're not uh, if you're not like in game, they prefer you use the yeah, email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a whole meeting today, and I was like, "How come I can't be in the Slack channel?" I mean, and I, then I, they said you had to use your ESPN credentials, which is already a problem. Right, they like, don't even know how to get yeah, your email. They're like, "You need to know your like." That's ESPN. the first time you've heard the terminology Slack channel, right? And they're like, right? "You need to know your ESPN." Yeah, like, Cap speaks like, up and he yeah, goes, yeah. Um, "Excuse me, I would like access to the Slack channel." What is thing? this about sacks? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but it, historically, it has something to do with nut milk. Historically, historically, his, his <laughs> that was Ramona. Historically. Historically, LeBron has been excellent at creating open looks for his teammates. Okay, he just snorted. Yeah, I snorted. All right. Ex- historically, he's been excellent. Usually in the you know upper percentile of of players who create open looks for his teammates. So I don't have the numbers, but I will seek them out. I think he's six. 60- this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 82%. What? I don't know. I just, you, since you didn't have the numbers, I thought I'd provide some yeah, numbers. It's not a percentage. Okay. Right. For. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but Right, DeAndre? But look, <laughs> is he not good defensively? He's 39 years old. What is he supposed to look like defensively? And by the way, there have been moments where we've seen him turn it on defensively, but he's 39 years old trying to get through the season. And by the way, there's not a lot of players playing a lot of defense in the regular season in general. There's a reason why when you watch the regular season and when you watch the postseason, the intensity levels are different. And I know that I've been somewhat dismissive, much like LeBron, of the in-season tournament because of a small sample. But you are right, Cappy. We saw a different level of defensive intensity during the in-season tournament. Is that not accurate? It is. I mean, but LeBron is no D'Angelo Russell defensively. I mean, come on. I mean, did you see that block last night? Yes, I did see that. Block. That was a hell of a block. Yeah. But, yes, LeBron at times is, is not playing defense the way he did when he was 29 as opposed to 39. So what are you saying but about But he's carrying Buker, a burden though? offensively that very few people carry. 
Him and AD are carrying the majority of the scoring load on most nights. So do you think Buker just says this stuff to, so that people will talk about him? Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Like, you want to get aggregated, for sure. And, well, and he probably he's prefaced it. Right. Yeah, he probably yeah. said, well, don't aggregate me, but... And it's Wednesday. We need content. No, he didn't say, don't aggregate me. I guarantee you he said, hey, I want everybody to please <laughs> aggregate me. And, and it's Wednesday. We all know Wednesday... Tough day. Yeah. Thank God Jim Harbaugh happens so you can eat duty. I mean, Jim Harbaugh happened and nobody's even talking about it. Well, we're well, going to get back to him. We, we well, did Coach Harbaugh. Plenty of it earlier. <laughs> Love you, Dad. I mean, we did 30 straight minutes of it. I know. 30 minutes said, nonstop. You said you were tearing up the rundown so I you know. could talk no, about Harbaugh. Cappy, are you going to do that? Are you going to be like, I bleep and love you, man? Is that what you're going to say when you like win something with the Chargers? Right. Or is that going to be you? No, I'm, gonna, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> as great a coach as he's been, the narrative will be different. Okay. While working for this he's franchise. Not, he's not winning. Should, Should we mark the tape? Are you mark making a prediction? Tape. Mark that tape. Another prediction. Mark the tape. Mark the tape. DeAndre, mark the tape. What no do you Super say? Bowl. No Super Bowl. Oh. No Super Bowl for but, you. But playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs, Talk for about sure. playoffs? Right? She's got to win a game. Playoffs. The, the horse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't even know where you're going. You say horse or horse. I mean, we are just like all over the place right now. That's right, now. we are. Uh, but... That's why the show's fun, man. That's right. Buke, this ain't Mason in Ireland. Buke. Bu- Bunch of hacks. Buke. Wow. Buke is looking for some clicks right now. And oh. by the way, I don't, I don't, actually, you know what? I take that back. He's not. <laughs> he believes what he says. He's not making that up. Why can't two things be true at once? Correct. You know? But that's what I was going to allude to. Right. Is that it is two things yeah. being true. He wants true the clicks. And, and he believes it. And he buys it. Right. Yeah. And look, again, what do you want? Do, like, can, do you want to look at what guys look like at 39 years old? Do you remember what Kareem was at 39 years old? Uh, Not really. Well, I do. Oh, you do. Not great. Like, good, but not great. Didn't he win not an great. MVP that year? <laughs> good, but not great. At 39? Yeah, didn't he win an MVP that year? I don't think so. Go check on that. Well, you talk to sports and, and stats and that's Slack channels. Slack yeah, channel, I'm, yeah, I'm fairly certain he didn't win the MVP when he only averaged 17 points a game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. And Michael Jordan at 39? Let's not get into yeah, Jordan. No need to get into Jordan. Because he wasn't with the Bulls anymore. Yeah. Come on, let's I not mean, do that. I mean, he looked He bad. had taken a few years yeah. off. Let's not Come start. On, let's not he do that. Let's good. keep it clean. Come on. The okay. guy, guy was busy playing baseball. So all I'm saying no, is- No, not that time. N- there's no 39-year-olds playing defense, okay? Well, Regularly. Well, certainly not LeBron. In, in the regular season. Ask Rick Buecher. Okay. Right. So back up, Buecher. Right. Otherwise, you're going to get a one-way ticket. No, he's not talking about Anthony Davis. Oh, okay. If you oh, talked so, about Anthony oh, Davis. then it would be a totally different deal. Forget out. about it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, all right, Cappy, coming up next, why is no one interested in Bill Belichick? Uh, Save it for the other side. Okay. But before that, tell us about your new friends here at 710. Yeah, I want to talk about a couple. Yes, indeed. 520 of the Southland. Turn that up, producer D. Come on. Happy 83rd birthday to the one and only Neil Diamond. You know a little Cherry Cherry. Remember this song, Cappy? Oh, yeah. Come on. You it's guys, also uh, National Compliment Day. Let me give you one. You are not capable. You're a scumbag. You know what? I'll take that. <laughs> Sit on it with Cap. You're Wednesday. Now, let me ask you guys here a comes question. The, here comes the hook. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. Shake that big old thing. Look at him go. I hope you guys are watching on YouTube right now. He's going to be out of breath in about 10 seconds. No, I'm fine. No, you're not. I was fine going up those stairs you this morning. You were not fine going up the stairs this morning. You have video. We posted it. That's right. Of you nearly having a heart attack. Stop. Hey, um, anybody ever see the movie The Jazz Singer? Yeah. Did you cry? I don't remember. You don't remember at the end 
when when his dad comes to him like he's disowned him because he was a you know he was a chazan in the in the synagogue and and he and he you know got together with the shiksa and he had the baby and then and Lawrence Olivier Sir Lawrence Olivier comes to him and he goes Yassel he has your eyes and then everybody in the whole place is just hysterical crying you don't remember that in the jazz singer I don't remember you asked me if I cried. Well, that that line right there, Yassel, he has your eyes. Made every I'm gonna cry right now just thinking about it. Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Love you, man. Love you too, man. Anyway, I hope everybody turns on the YouTube channel. I know those of you guys are in your car right now. You guys are listening on radio. Be safe. But for everybody else, go to the YouTube because when Chris puts out the dance moves, it's worth seeing. I can just tell you that right now. Well, wait, what was the point of asking if we've seen that movie? Well, because it was Neil Diamond's birthday. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I was waiting for like the punchline. Well, what are you there. talking about? It's Neil Diamond's birthday. Yeah. And he was he the star. Do you like Neil Diamond more or Neil Sadaka? Oh, no, no, Neil Diamond. Okay. But yeah, yeah but Neil Sadaka's got Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Would you remember that song when you were a kid? You would hear that song after your first breakup? Like oh, in breaking second or third? Up is hard to do. Yeah, I know that song. Now I know, I know that it's true. Don't say that this is the end. Instead of breaking up, I wish that we were making up again. Nice. My Very dad nice. worked at K-Earth for many I know he did. I know, it was National DJ Day the other day. Don't do it. Don't yeah, start. Listen, if you would shave that beard off your face. <laughs> I don't right? understand why you're obsessed with me getting rid of the beard. Well, because you, you look just like Mucho. Well, that's fine, but that's great. Let's see what you look like without a beard. You can go and find many pictures of me without a beard. Now, let's see it now. A lot of face. A lot of face. A lot of facha. Plus, the beard, you know, comes in handy. I, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Is it covers right? a lot of things up. Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what it came in handy for. You're a disgusting individual. Animal. Just a disgusting pig. Just an animal. By the way, we will do the drive live tonight on Instagram. You will okay. be able to watch us eat road pie. We will do that a little after <laughs> 7 o'clock. Just follow Kathy on Twitter and the IGs to find out when we're going live. But don't forget... It's moved up in time now that Laura is part of Mason, Ireland. So at 8 o'clock, she does late night with Laura. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to step on her toes. Mm-mm. So we will go back to back. We will sign off at 8 o'clock, like the networks do, Yep. to go to late night with Laura. Well, by that time, we'll be down in Orange County anyway. And we will be dropping you off at the train station. Yeah. you know. Do you guys ever have Pepe join the drive live? I don't think he... Well, he's got Instagram because yeah, he, he likes everything. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I don't know. He, he DMs on Instagram. He'll be like, great post. You know, he yes, does. he does. He, he does, does do indeed. He hits me more on the Facebook Messenger, I think, than oh, the DMs. Okay. So, George, I'm looking at my uh, my Twitter timeline here, mm-hmm. and uh, the Bolt King is on me. He goes, uh, okay. "That salt must really burn today. Bad takes, worse predictions. Your sports casting career is barely flickering. Barely oh! flickering. I like when people. I like when people say this as they tweet us. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to like their tweets when they. Well, no, me. that's the best. Yeah. Barely um, flickering? Yeah, You're barely. on Afternoon Drive in Los Angeles. But just barely. Now, granted, without Sedano and I, it would right. not I be flickering say, at all. According to Chris, if you asked him, it is barely flickering. It would be extinguished. <laughs> right, and it's almost over. Um, here's a guy, Freddie D. Who oh, yeah, says, Freddie D. He says, it's a beautiful day to be a Charger fan. Suck it, Scott Kaplan. Suck what? Suck it. Oh. Um, here's some people that don't like the Chargers that say F the Chargers, which is kind of a good thing. Um, here's uh, people that are just putting out emojis of me as a clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hey, uh, Lil Cappy, sorry that the uh, the harassment that the Charger fans are going to give Wait, you. now they're going after the, now, the right. puppet? Now they're going to... Stop saying that. It's not nice. All right? It's like politically incorrect to say puppet. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, that's the P word. You know? Sorry. What is he? Uh, well, he's like he's, he's my offspring. 
Except he's a puppet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's see here. This one is Crash Override. He says, Scott Kaplan, this Jim Harbaugh marriage with the uh, Chargers, it feels like when your best friend marries someone you know. Oh, man. Oh, you know, I know it does, man. Uh, Here's Raymond who says, how'd that work out for you, smart guy? Yeah, not so well. So, yeah, I mean, everybody's coming after me today. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, I got it. But they haven't won anything yet. No, but everybody thinks that because Jim Harbaugh had a successful career uh, as a coach in San Francisco, and because he's a national champion, and because he's the hottest name in coaching, and because they just gave him a $20 million deal, or at least presumably a $20 million deal, that the Chargers are automatically going to the Super Bowl next year. Still got to do it on the field, pal. They do. But we'll see, Cappy. I mean, it might. Listen, no. what are the expectations year one for them? Super Bowl? No. Get out of here. What were the expectations year one for Lincoln Riley? It's different in college. And I don't, honestly, the, the expectation was not national championship mm, year most one. For, most for me. It was like, hey, win the Pac 12. Uh, okay, how about that? Win the AFC West. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes there. Yeah, going to be hard to do. Uh, here's here's Big E who says that uh, Kaplan thinks that the purple drank is prune juice. That was funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't, isn't that what purple drank is? Oh. Nah. Do you really know what it is, though, Cap? Um, yeah, I'm looking at some purple drank right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's one that now everybody wants me to get my uh, customized grill. Like, uh, what like, is this turned into? We're just, just constant. Like, yeah, yeah, we like, don't have to read them all. It's just everybody but wants me to eat. Like, we tell you, like you, like you read reading, a couple, yeah. and then you read like thirty. Well, I'm you're just reading, reading faxes them raw. like back in the day. I'm reading them raw on the air. It's not like I've picked out certain tweets to okay. read. Did you I mean, get our special guest ready for six o'clock? I haven't really yet. Do we want to do that? Yes, we yeah. do. Are you guys serious? For yes, real? yeah. Straight special up, special guest. Yes, at six o'clock. We want him on six o'clock. The special guest. Okay, I will do it right now. I will. And make- by the way, once we do this, nothing will ever be the same. Of course. Yeah. Um, Cappy, why does nobody want to hire Bill Belichick? Because he's old. Is that just it? Um, and he's a jerk. Well, that too? Yeah. There's a lot of jerks that are coaches. I know, but if you're a young jerk and you are going to be with us for a while and you're going to help us win, that's one thing. See, I tried to explain this to you and I couldn't reach you on this. There is People do not believe in Bill Belichick when he doesn't have Tom Brady because when Tom Brady left, he went and won a Super Bowl in Tampa, a a crap organization traditionally. but, But here's the thing. Yeah. The Patriots may have been an unmitigated disaster offensively this year, but they were still really good defensively. Okay. He picked the wrong quarterback. And? He trusted Nick Saban. Well, he also was a guy that was in total control of all the decisions. Right. He picked... If, listen, if they had a quarterback that could, you know, hold his own weight, they would have been in the playoff mix. But they had Mac Jones, who they had to bench for Tyler Zappi. Be happy with Zappi. You know what I mean? Like, this is what they were dealing with. So hey. he made a huge mistake with the quarterback, sans Tom Brady. But if he had just an average quarterback, they would have been fine. So if he goes somewhere where he where they can get a quarterback, he's going to be fine. Well, that's what you say. But here's what I would say. Do I want a coach who's 71 years old? Why are you an ageist? 
Um, well, I don't think I'm an ageist. Okay. I think the NFL is an ageist. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I don't think that guys like Pete Carroll, who, by the way, who do you consider to be more energetic, Pete Carroll or Bill Belichick? And nobody wants to talk to Pete Carroll. Nobody. Nobody. So I think that there is a movement, and there has been a movement for many years, to go with younger coaches. Um, Sean McVay was the youngest coach. He still is, actually. No, no. He, now it's the guy with New England, Jared Mayo. Oh. He's actually a little Gerard. bit younger. Whatever. Yeah. And then the new coach. Um, I um, mean, would you be okay if someone called you Scoot Kaplan? You know I what mean, I mean? Yeah, I mean, why not? You know what I mean? Jared Mayo, Gerard Mayo. Uh, what if you called him Mayo? Escott. Right, rather than mayonnaise, yeah. you know? Um, then you got this new kid, Callahan, yeah. who's now the head coach of Tennessee. Right. And his father, Bill Callahan, is yeah. a legendary coach himself. I mean, an offensive line coach. There's all these young coaches that are up and coming. Nobody wants a 72-year-old coach. Now, by the way, I say that, and I would say that Atlanta, who has seemed to have had the most interest in Belichick, now that Harbaugh is done, mm-hmm. maybe Belichick does go to Atlanta. Okay. Maybe he becomes somebody's defensive coordinator. Didn't Bill Callahan have a tour of duty as the Raiders coach? He did. For, yeah. he, in fact, he took over for Gruden, right. and Gruden went to Tampa Bay and beat Bill Callahan with his former Raider team in the Super Bowl. Oh, that was Callahan coaching that yeah. team? Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. The Keyshawn Bowl. All right. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I just think it's silly that, you know, I mean, Atlanta's going to hire him. If they can get the quarterback right, they're going to be in good shape because they got a good team. They do have a lot of good skill players. Yeah. They do. Uh, Cappy, I know there's one thing you love. You're hating today because Harbaugh's with the Chargers. You're kind of hating on Bill Belichick, but I know you love Subaru. I do love Subaru, and that is because the Subaru Solterra is the first ever Subaru SUV that's electric. Now, yesterday, Hooper's X went out on Twitter and said, I don't understand why Cap doesn't play the It's Electric song anymore during the Subaru spot, and I blamed it on Dcash Money, and then Dcash Money said, I got you, Hooper's X, so here it is. That Subaru car, that, that brand new Solterra, it is electric. Okay, you want that rugged vehicle that you know you can drive through the snow, through the rain, you can take it off road. That's that brand new Subaru Solterra. You want all the modern. 535 in the Southland. It is Sedano with Cappy, Radio Tinder Time. Sushi's been ordered. Oh, beautiful. Love we like song. to play a TV theme. And happy 37th birthday. She played Marissa Cooper. On the TV show, The O.C. Love The O.C. Happy birthday, the great Mishka Barton. Oh, I loved The O.C. What was the name of the other kid? He was the uh, lead, the kid with the curly black hair. What was that guy's name? Played Seth. Seth I don't remember. What was his name? Because he also had another actors. He had another great series on Netflix called Startup. Yeah. Uh, you ever see that show, George? Startup? It's about this Haitian dude in Miami. Who's Adam like, Brody. Adam Brody. No, who's sort of a gangster, um, but then he like invests this money into the startup. Theme song, man. It was man, I love that song. California. The, the OC was great as a kid from the OC when the show came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Or don't forget about our sponsor. We were party, party, oh, partying with them last night. Our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Hashtag life-changing tequila. Founded in the city of Downey. Just like me. Take it away. Thanks, Christopher. That was a good time with those guys last night at uh, the game.
Yeah, thanks to them again for... Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cartosian really wants to get me and Cappy in the hot tub. His hot tub and his compound? Yeah. Well, I think he's jealous because he hears you and me talking about, about how we Mason want to go one. into the Mason They're making hot tub? a Speedo, uh, a Tequila Mandala Speedo for us. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, that will be hot. That's amazing. Yeah. Hot. I don't know about but hot, thanks but... again for them, not only for uh, you know coming by, but of course uh, you know hosting us afterwards for a little uh, little meal. I might have to stuff the Speedo. Stuff it with what? You know, just to, for the picture effect. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got an idea what you should stuff it with. I do. Because oh! you're gonna be in water. It's gonna be cold. Or hot. Either way, it's not going to work. <laughs> Take it away, producer. I was saying, we need to move on from this combo ASAP. All right, so a teenager in Provo, Utah, is facing charges after he was caught allegedly taping fish to various ATMs in the city. And, of course, he documented it all on social media. The unnamed 17-year-old was responsible for about a dozen fish taping incidents between August and October. Authorities said that they suspected the fish taping was done in innocent fun, but they charged the teen with two misdemeanor counts of causing property damage, mainly because cleaning up the fish carcasses uh, started to cost money. Really gross, weird, funny story. And of course, you know, he got caught because he posted it on social. Right. Did you guys ever pull pranks when you were a kid? Swipe left or swipe right, George? Okay, so I'll swipe right. I'll tell you a quick story. So I had, I had a buddy... Um, he was like, uh, in Spanish, we used to call him El Enamorado. Oh, see. Uh, which means he was the guy that when we were in like high school, he'd fall quick for every girl, right? Like they, like this was the one, you know what I mean? Um, and he, he went, he got it really bad for this one girl. And like, I think she broke up with him. I don't remember what it was, but me and my friends, we used to, he's, he was the house that we used to hang out at, right? Like his parents, his dad used to always like. He'd get home, he'd be like, James, what do you think this is, Grand Central Station? Why are there so many cars here, right? So he'd get all mad. We'd always hang out at his house. We were there one summer just hanging out, playing video games. Girl had broken up with him. He went, he wanted to see um, like a, uh, not a tarot card reader, like what, a, like something like that. A uh, psychic? A psychic, right, mm. yeah. And he went and I, he was like, bro, just come with me. So I'm sitting there. And I'm on this lady's couch while she's reading his palm and telling him his his life story or whatever and, like, telling him what his future's going to be, this psychic. And I'm there just kind of sitting there with my arms crossed, just kind of rolling my eyes. And she looks at him and she goes, she looks at me and she goes, in Spanish, she goes, El no crees. He doesn't believe. And he goes, you see, bro? You see? And I'm like, bro, of course. Look at my body language. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so anyway. Oh, she said, you don't believe. Right. She says, I don't believe. And right. he said, you see? She knows you don't believe. And I was just like, come on. So anyway, we get back to the house. He's just chilling out. He lived on a lake, like a man-made lake, but there was like a fish that washed up ashore that passed away. And the we, fish passed away. Yeah. It, oh, I was going to say. What a horrible fish shame. Not a dead fish. fish, but the fish that passed right, away. It passed away, the fish. <laughs> so we got this like huge like banana leaf. And we put it on his front porch yeah. and we put like this fish on there. We put like some pennies around. It looked like voodoo, basically. And we walked out of the front. They were like, holy crap, James, you got to see this, bro. This is crazy. And he's going, oh, my God, what is that? I go, it's this psychic lady you went to see, bro. What's wrong with you? This is why you shouldn't go see those people. And he's like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And we eventually, after like two minutes, he's like, no, bro, we just messed with you. Put that out of the lake. So that was probably the one of the like funniest pranks that oh, we pulled. I feel on so bad about that fish passing away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just feel the horrible. fish that passed away could right. be a movie. Right. Um, my answer is I'm going to swipe right, but I can't compete with what George just did. So let's move on.
<laughs> you never you never planted a, a fish that passed away. No, I didn't do that. We were what we used to do in high school though was we um you know like spotlights that you would spot a deer. Did you know anybody ever have one of these? Uh, yes, we did that when we would go camping. The lights in the neighborhoods would work on electric eyes, so when it would get dark, they would go on. Well, we would like play a game where you would drive around and you'd have to hit the spotlight on the streetlight to put the streetlight out. I don't know why we did this. We thought it was funny. We did a lot of stupid stuff. That was just one of the things. But I can't compete with George's story. So yeah. go ahead. Before like YouTube and social media, you know, blew up when my brother and his friend were younger, they used to do stuff like this all the time. And they would do like the poop dollar all the time at What's the grocery the poop store. Dollar? What is that? You put poop on a dollar, you flip it over, you put like a fishing line on it. And oh. you like kind of like you know you watch people like go to pick it up and then they're like oh man but where do you get the poop I don't know probably dog you make poop. it ah. I don't think they use people poop I think oh. it's just dog poop we used to when I was a kid my dad owned a gas station and there were a lot of old people that used to come to this gas station so we used to take crazy glue and put them on quarters and then we would crazy glue the quarter to the ground and we'd watch all the old people try yep. and pick up the yeah, quarter did that one too <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> They're probably gosh darn it, DeAndre. They do that. Out in so you were a bad right? guy even then. <laughs> I was a bad guy. Yeah, that was the origins of being a bad guy. All right, what's next? All right, so one of the top travel trends for this year is silent travel. In its purest form, silent travel is associated with silent meditation retreats. But now, like everything from these silent retreats to digital detox cabins to silent walking tours and even concerts, I guess, there's such a thing as silent concerts, uh, silent travel is supposed to help you disconnect to reconnect to nature, to our true priorities and ourselves. And it's, you know, represents a more mindful form of travel. Would you guys ever try one of these silent travel retreats? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy? I'm swiping left. I'm not into it. You know what? Listen, um, I don't mind a little bit of quiet. You know, I don't mind a little bit of time to just chill and breathe. I don't need the TV on necessarily or the radio or the phone. I don't necessarily need stimulation per se. I can just kind of sit there and think and be in my thoughts. I just don't need an entire trip based on complete silence. Now nah, I'm out. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous to me. I'm out too. Really? Uh, so I've been left. Yeah. In fact, the silent concert, I think I could play in a band that performs at a silent <laughs> concert because you don't have to play. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess you'd be great. <laughs> right? You feel me? You'd be right? great. Like, I'm up there on stage. I got a guitar and I just, I'm singing. I can't. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can continue to. I know George was going to be happy to hear this. I don't know if I can continue to do two days a week live with you. Why? It just, by, by this time, it just grinds on you. Well, I don't know how George does it, honestly. But like, I don't why know. You, like, weren't you just sitting over there and like, I was talking about playing in a silent band and I was going to have a guitar and I was going to be singing, but you couldn't hear me. And then all of a sudden you're like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know how you do this. I don't. I, what happened? What's next one? Wait, I want to see Cappy silent. You want to exfoliate uh, with the beekeeper you know, stuff that nice. Jason stayed oh, in? Is that a, I, I exfoliate a lot. You know, I'm glad you brought in that exfoliation thing yeah. because I have a personal hygiene issue that I'm dealing with at this exact moment. And I've been dealing with this personal <laughs> hygiene issue all day long. And my hope is, is that this personal hygiene issue does not become an issue for all of you guys before the end of the show. I will explain during Dealer's Choice. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a, tease, Cappy. There's a silent vigil shadow lurker candle. Uh, from the beekeeper Cappy movie. Cappy likes Jason, to play lurker. Jason Statham. <laughs> be good for the silent. Hey, and Rachel and have a game. And Reacher. Squeaky clean <laughs> tactical cleanser. <laughs> and, lurker uh, and Reacher. Bring the heat infused honey. Let me have some of that. Yeah, you can have some. There's a bunch of stuff in here. Oh, I want the exfoliation thing. Oh, the candle's thing. broke. Oh, damn Aww. it. Yeah. All right. they, anyway. They could have used those too. Mm. 
Anyway, <laughs> you put that. Go in my ahead, belly Lynn's button. last one. Or the up. wax. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just going to ask you guys about uh, ugly newborns. So apparently, ugly newborn babies are trending on TikTok, and people are showing. Oh, newborn babies are not pretty. That's well, that's for what sure. I was going to ask you guys. They're yeah. showing videos like, oh, everyone thinks their baby's cute. Everyone no, thinks, not when they're just you know, born. They're they relative, look beat up. Right. And someone even said like, oh, I love how newborns look like many old people. He yeah. looks like he's about to accompany his grandson to a chocolate factory. Yeah. So I was going to ask if you guys think that newborns are, are ugly. I mean, they're not. They're, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the most part, newborns look disastrous when they come out of the womb. You know what I mean? Like, even in a C-section, I would imagine they still look pretty beat up in the, from the beat <laughs> You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they're not going through the birth canal, but they are. But even then, they've still you know they've been surrounded by all this fluid. Like oh, it can't man. be good Wait, for them. You that poor fish that passed away and that baby that's all beat up from the C-section. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, I mean it's not as bad as the again the the birth canal. Right. You know what I mean? They look like you know you you got into a fight when you're a little baby with another little baby or something. But. Um, yeah, I mean, babies start to look good when the swelling goes down in a few days. They look, you know they start how, looking, they look really cute then. You know how nowadays they can like do those ultrasound pictures where you can actually like see, yeah, like what the baby really does look like, and then they're born, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks exactly like the ultrasound picture. They all look the same, and like you said, they're not cute. They're yeah. not cute. Chris, when are you gonna have a baby? I'm not. Yeah, you are. That I should is, not reproduce. That is Radio Tinder, brought <laughs> to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made for the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, to find a store or restaurant nearest you. And if you're ever at LA Live, like we did yesterday, go to Sol Agave, maybe before a Laker Or game. Fleming's. Uh, or Fleming's. Or Craft by Smoke and Fire. Real yeah. quick on that craft thing, should I tell everybody the hack or should I not tell everybody the hack? Well, save the hack for later. All right, because, you know, the Tequila Mandala guys told me the hack inside Craft at LA Live. There you go. Uh, but first, speaking of needing some help, mm -hmm. right? Because this is what you, you were about to provide the audience some help. Mm -hmm. But when you need help when you're in an accident, you don't call cat <laughs> Nine minutes in front of six o'clock. Oh! Oh, gosh. Turn it up. Oh, my God. I love this Sedano song. Sedano and Cap, your Wednesday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Do you know who sings this song, George? I'm just putting my earpiece in. Tell me if you know who sings this song. Oh, what a song. What a song. One of the greatest what, songs ever made. One of my favorites of all time. You ready for this? Oh. I'm going to pull this out of a hat. I mean, if I could listen to it, it would be nice. No, listen you would know it. it by now. You don't know who it I is. I don't know the song because I haven't listened to it. Well, here it comes. Here comes the breakdown. You just don't love me no more. On this day in 1987, this was the number one hit entitled At This Moment. I'm going to tell you who this is. Who is it? Here Billy Vera and the Beaters. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. by the way, Billy Vera played the bookie in Beverly Hills 90210 that Brandon got in trouble with. Oh, what a song. What a song. Que canción. Just full of heart. Full of heart. Yeah, you're right. a heart and soul kind of guy. I Captain. am. I'm a heart and soul. Not one or the other, both. Yeah. Do you give a little bit of heart and soul? A lot of heart and soul. I saw him perform this once at Vitello's in Studio City. Oh, oh really? Vitello's. Yeah. Isn't that where... Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 That's where the... Yeah. But in yes. the back... Do you know what we're talking about? No. Yeah. Uh, upstairs in the back, they, they do <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. So he killed his wife. Allegedly. allegedly. Easy. Easy. I said allegedly. Easy. Two seconds after. <laughs> Did you know that? Well, it was, no. do, you say, do you have to say allegedly after they're convicted? It's good chicken parm at Vitello's. Oh, oh yeah. really? Yeah. How would you compare it to like Dantana's? No, Dantana's is better. I had the chicken Craig's? parm at the Palm the other night. I like the chicken parm at the Palm, too. Yeah, all right. The chicken parm at uh, Craig's, though. Very oh, good, well, yeah. very solid. But Craig worked at Dantana's. Right. Right. I just took so, the recipe with him. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Well, 
I mean, the recipe is kind of well known. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, hey, it's, it's chicken, chicken yeah. it's breaded, and, bread, yeah, yeah. and it's sauce. Cheese and sauce. sauce. Yeah. Not that hard. Yeah. You know? But what, the best is when they beat it real thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what gives you that that flavor mm-hmm. and the way it just melts in your mouth. Yeah, you got to beat it. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Cappy. <laughs> yes, sir. So let's get back to Bill Belichick for a second. All right. And then I want to get to Doc Rivers um, and this big move. Okay. So Belichick, you think he the age plays a factor. But, man, I, I don't know. I've seen over, like... Maybe I'm trying to think in football, like what would be the equivalent of this? Like I saw, now granted they didn't win a championship, right? But our colleague Hubie Brown, he's 90 years old now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'd have to look back. So that was probably like 15 years ago. So he came out of retirement, okay, and coached the Memphis Grizzlies, okay, with Pau Gasol and Shane Battier and all these guys, and. They were good. Like, they weren't great, but they, you know, Memphis Grizzlies were a disaster before him, right? Like, he came in and he stabilized them in a way where they were pretty good. So, it was 20 years ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Now, So, he was 70. S- yeah, 70 years old. 69 mm-hmm. when he took the job. Okay. Okay. So, he's nearly Belichick's age, around okay. the same age. Mm-hmm. And he made them, he took them from a laughing stock to a playoff team. Okay. Okay. So, what's to say someone like Bill Belichick, who... Still has, is still very good at coaching the defensive side, okay? And it's just, in this league, you've seen it. If you just have a quarterback who's competent, you can win a lot of games in this league. Because quarterback play in the National Football League right now is not great if you look at it as a whole. Well, I mean, I think this year, I don't know what the exact final number was, but there were like 60 different guys who started NFL games. That's crazy. In fact, I think the number is even higher than that. So, look, um... I think that when you when you look at Bill Belichick and you think about him in his totality, mm-hmm. you look at six Super Bowl championships, and here's one thing you know for sure. For sure. Tom Brady was the quarterback of all six of those teams. Right. Okay. And they're not growing Tom Brady's on trees. Okay. They're not so easy to find. I mean, but let's look, like, the first one or two, they kind of won with Tom Brady being kind of like a game manager. Um, I You know what, George? I'm just giving you in totality. Right. Six Super Bowl championships, all of them were quarterbacked by Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Nine Super Bowl appearances, all of them quarterbacked by Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady leaves and goes to an organization that's always been a downtrodden laughing stock in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had won a Super Bowl, though, with Keyshawn Johnson. One time, right? Yeah. With John Gruden as their coach. Yes. One time with Brad Johnson, who was not a spectacular Correct. quarterback. Yeah. And, and Tom Brady, in one year, not two, yeah. not three, not yeah. five, mm-hmm. one year, yeah. Tom Brady taught them how to win a Super Bowl. I don't know if he taught them. They had a lot of talent there already. Just saying that yes. when Tom Brady showed I up, mean, it's not like, like he showed up with some magic wand. They'd be like, guys, follow me in my pixie dust. You know what I mean? That's exactly what happened. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. Brady went on and won a Super Bowl. Belichick made one playoff appearance. And it's not just that Belichick was not successful. Can we at least agree that when Brady left, Belichick was not as successful? Not even close, right? Yeah, he was not as successful. You're right. Okay. So now when you say, well, he wasn't as successful without Brady, so I kind of think Brady had a lot more to do with it than perhaps we gave him credit for. Mm-hmm. But then you throw on top of that the stories of Belichick and the way he is inside of the office place. Right. Now, I'm not telling you that it's 100% true because I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but the reports have been that he has been anything but uh, even cordial to ownership. 
I mean, Robert Kraft seems like a pretty jovial, happy kind of guy and gave Bill Belichick $20 million a year, gave him full control of the organization. And based on the reports, you would have Kraft walking down the hallway, Belichick walking down the hallway, and Belichick wouldn't even make eye contact and say hello. Now, is it true? Is it false? I mean, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like I tell Mason in Ireland, they're like the couple who doesn't have sex anymore. You mean like uh, Kraft doesn't have sex with Belichick anymore? I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's like when the married couple stops, you know, making love, you know, oh. doing, or as, uh, you know, what was the guy who used to host the newlywed game? What was his Chuck name? Woolery? No. Before uh, that. Uh, the original newlywed game. He, come on, DeAndre, you know, who, you, know you ever heard no, of he definitely You don't know, know, you don't nope. know the newlywed game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wink Martindale? Uh, the original one, I'd have to see. I don't know. So that guy, he used to say, he used to call it Whoopi. Yeah. Let's, let's make Bob Whoopi. Eubanks. Bob Eubanks. Yeah. That's right, Bob Eubanks. So, listen, all I'm getting at is this. Belichick's reputation is he's a creep to work with. Mm -hmm. He wasn't as successful when when Brady left. And he's 71 years old. So, those are all factors that make Bill Belichick unattractive to pretty much every team in the NFL other than the one team that's flirting with him, yeah. and that's the Atlanta Falcons. Cappy, is the special guest coming on or not? You know, he hasn't gotten back to me. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I thought you had the juice, Cap. Well, he did. I I texted him. Actually, you know what? I, I emailed him, and then I texted him, and he hasn't gotten back to me. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up next, then, let's get back to the Lakers, because I like that this Lakers team, they're in the driver's seat for a particular trade. We'll tell you about who in just a moment. But first, Linz, I know you've been celebrating. Uh, you know, it's just a, you know, a successful Brown season. The Cavs have won a bazillion games here recently. Eight in a row. Yeah. So 